What's up, everyone? This is Austin with Sports for All Talk Show. Sports, the number four all talk show. Everything sports, everything now, stay gold. I'm sure y'all are pissed off and in your houses with nothing to do with the quarantine and sports talk shows right now. All they're talking about is really the COVID-19 life and who has it, who doesn't in the sports world. It's a bummer. The NBA is shut down. NFL, it's shut down, let's be honest, but the NFL offseason is still going on, so that's quite nice. And for many teams, they've improved drastically. Some teams, you wonder what the heck is going on with your franchise. Don't you worry. I will address that. At a later date, I'm going to be doing some brief overviews on the direction of certain football teams. I'll try to get through all 32 of them. We're going to be producing a lot of content coming out within these next couple of weeks because why well we're all stuck inside the house it's doing nothing anyway and like I said before a lot of sports shows out there they're not talking about anything it's a bunch load of baloney let's be honest first off we are going to start off with my Dallas Cowboys I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan I try to be unbiased with my takes with them and a lot of people are wondering what the heck is going on with them, let's be honest. Let's start off with one major signing that they did not do, and I'm actually very happy about it, is Byron Jones. A lot of people thought that Byron Jones would be gone with the Dallas Cowboys because they could not pay him, Amari Cooper, and Dak Prescott. Let's be honest, they can't. Technically, they could have. They could have dished out all that money. Byron Jones reportedly got anywhere from 15 to 18 million dollars a year, pretty close to that 20 million mark for a corner. He was the highest paid corner if you technically look at the salaries with Darius Slay who did get paid by the Philadelphia Eagles. They're pretty much neck and neck with the highest paid corners in the NFL. I like Byron Jones. I'm a Cowboy fan, let's be honest. But my unbiased take is Byron Jones is not the best corner in the NFL. It was just the market. He hit the market at the right time. He was playing at his peak level. He is in his prime right now. However, next year, even the year after, as he gets closer to that 30-year mark, which he's very close to, he's going to start declining. That contract is going to be detrimental to the Dolphins. But look at who else they paid. They paid Casey Hayward last season or the season before. They are stocking up on their secondary. They're trying to get better. They're one of the worst teams in the league. Let's be honest. But they do have a future with the quarterback situation, whoever they choose to pick up. It's neck and neck. But back to the Dallas Cowboys. Good move by not signing Byron Jones. That's the bottom line. What do they use that extra money on? All right, let's talk about it. They did pay Amari Cooper, five-year, $100 million. I was a little bit on the fence about it. I knew we needed to bring him back. He was commanding pretty top dollar. Vegas Raiders put put in a couple offers for him. I believe Philadelphia Eagles were a strong suitor. A lot of people don't know for sure if they were in the market for him. They definitely were driving up that price. Cowboy fans, you always got to hate the Eagles. They were definitely doing that to hurt us. Washington Redskins were the most serious potential buyer for Amari Cooper. I'm told he left about 15 to 20 million dollars on the table by signing with the Dallas Cowboys. He has said all along 
that he wants to be a Dallas Cowboy. And if that doesn't prove it, I don't know what does. Definitely, he signed back for a hometown discount, whatever you want to call it. I'm very glad that we signed him. I was very adamant when we did trade for him that we're trading a, a first-round pick when that could be used for a four-year player, even a five-year player in the draft. So if you trade for Amari Cooper, you better get a contract with him. And it was kind of scary. He went to free agency. It looked like we might have not even been able to bring him back. And that's pretty scary to myself. I'm sure to a lot of other Dallas Cowboy fans. What else did they do with that extra money that they did not sign Byron Jones to? Don Terry Poe. I absolutely love it. He started with the Carolina Panthers last season. He had a pretty productive year. He got picked by the Kansas City Chiefs. If you don't remember, he's a physical freak, a huge run stopper. But yeah, that boy is agile. He's like a dancing bear. He could get through those linemen and get to that quarterback. And that's exactly what Dallas needs up front. Now, there's a lot of people questioning, is Mike McCarthy going to do a 4-3? Is he going to do a 3-4? I think Poe fits either situation. I'm a little bit bummed that they did not sign Snacks. As y'all know, Snacks Harrison, the biggest run stopper in the NFL next to the formerly retired Vince Wilfork of the Patriots. But they still have the money to sign him. It doesn't look like they will because they signed Poe. They signed Gerald McCoy. That's my next one. And I think it was a very team-friendly deal as well. So both of those defensive linemen, team-friendly deals, both can pass rush. Both are good run stoppers. Huge depth up front. You also have young Tristan Hill to mix in the in the mix with those defensive linemen. You have Demarcus Lawrence, possibly Randy Gregory coming back from suspension. You know, the marijuana laws have, have recently been a little bit uh, eased up on now with the NFL with their new collective bargaining agreement that they just reached. So that's very good for the Cowboys. Randy Gregory could be back and definitely at a team-friendly deal. I believe with the laws, how it's been working, he's still going to be on his rookie contract, even though he's been on it for the past five, six seasons. <clears throat> and the final person on the defensive line, <clears throat> Tyron Crawford. Uh, that's, that's a pretty darn def good defensive line team to me, if you think about it. And then another signing that they did is Haha -ha Clinton Dix. I'm very happy with that. You know, last year they brought in another safety and I thought he could compete and do better than what they played him for. And that was uh, George Ioka from the Cincinnati Bengals and the Minnesota Vikings. We signed him. He really didn't get much playing time. I think Haha Clinton Dix will be a little bit different. Mike McCarthy seems to like him. He's part of his system. He's good run-stopping safety. He can really do it all. I think it's a great value signing, and that's what's huge with the Dallas Cowboys. You have to be careful with your money that you pay and also the money that you spend because the biggest thing is Dallas also has to pay, and this is my final take, they have to pay Dak Prescott. Now, I've been adamant on this. I am a huge Cowboy fan. I'm not like those crazy reporters out there that are saying Dak Prescott isn't worth the money. He's not worth a certain dollar amount, in my opinion. Is he worth the top paid quarterback in the NFL? I would say no. And here's why. He is not the best quarterback in the NFL, let's be honest. I understand the market is calling for him to set the new bar, set the market, they like to say. 
He needs to get that deal done before Deshaun Watson and also the best quarterback in the NFL is due for a payday, and that is Patrick Mahomes. Dak Prescott needs to be signed before then. Now, what's the hurdle? What's the big hurdle that Jerry Jones is not getting over? He's at that 30 million mark. There's no question about it. He's even at 32, 33 million per year is what I've been told. Numerous reporters have even reported that he might be at that 34 to 35 million dollar range. Adam Schefter mentioned last week that he might be at that range with Dallas and they're reportedly being able to offer that. They are offering an insane amount in guarantees. It's probably going to end up around $100 million guaranteed. That's the bag right there. I would sign that money on the dot right then and there. Now, what's the hold, what's the hold up? What's the hurdle? And that is the key. Dak Prescott wants a four-year deal, not a five. And a lot of people, they like that extra money. That extra year could buy him $38 million. He doesn't care. He wants a new contract before he hits that 30 mark or right at that 30 mark. A lot of quarterbacks get scared. Once they are over that 30 years old mark, they might not get that big contract. Dak Prescott wants to make sure his next contract, it's going to be even bigger than this one. The way the NFL salary cap is projected, it's going to keep going up and up. Now, who knows with this whole recession and everything that possibly the world might hit. If you take that out of consideration, each and every year, the quarterback salaries go up. I remember five years ago, heck, you could even go back 10 years ago. But let's just say five years ago. People thought it was crazy to give a quarterback $100 million, $110 million, and we were up in the $20 million-ish dollar range for a quarterback. Now look at it. $30 million, it's not too much. Ryan Tannehill got one of the most guarantees ever. We're talking about Ryan Tannehill. So that's where the Cowboys are kind of in a pickle with Dak Prescott. I have been adamant before of you need to pay the man, but if there is a certain amount that you just cannot break, if Dak Prescott says he has to have $40 million a year and a four-year deal, I've been adamant on this. Why not trade him for two first-round picks? That would be huge. I think a team would give up two first-round picks. You would save insane amount of money. Cam Newton's on the market now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not huge on that. I think Jameis Winston has more potential if you bring down those interceptions, which I know Mike McCarthy can do. That would be amazing. And they would have two first-round picks. It would totally retool our team. We'd have insane amount of salary cap. Get to get another player. Maybe take an offensive lineman. Another, You could even draft a quarterback. That's what I think Dallas Cowboys should do. That's my recap on the Dallas Cowboys so far. Stay tuned. I will post another video tomorrow on another NFL team and talk about their whole free agency recap. That's it for today, y'all. Thank you for listening. This is Austin with Sports for All Talk Show. Sports, the number four all talk show. Follow me on Instagram. Just kind of starting there. But Twitter is booming. And business is booming always, y'all. Stay gold. Stay safe with that quarantine stuff. I know it's crazy, but have a good one.